Hey, and welcome back to Fitness Minus the BS. I'm your host, Jeff Etherson, and uh, today I want to talk a little bit about uh, some of what I would call or, or, or deem the, the finer points of training. And I think when most people start working out in the gym, they you know, they just kind of go in the gym and, and whether it's a, you know, a 24 fitness kind of a place, which is, I think where a lot of people start out, even though I don't know if that, that will be the case moving forward, but you go in and you use some machines, maybe some dumbbells and you move some stuff around. You maybe copy what you've seen in a magazine or maybe what a friend's told you to do, but that's really all the thought that goes into it. I mean, technically speaking, you worked out, right? You went in and you, you move some stuff around. You maybe got a little bit sweaty. You, you can, you can feel, a burn in some of your muscles and and for a while that might be good enough and you're probably going to start to see some changes just because you're probably going from doing little or nothing to doing something and you know one of the principles that we will talk about eventually is the fact that you know increasing uh, or progressing what you're doing over time is one of the one of the most important factors in making progress but after a while, that's just no longer good enough. And there are some, some finer points to training that I'm, I'm always shocked to learn that nobody has ever heard before. Nobody's ever told them, nor have they thought about it. Now, whether that's because they've just never really looked into it or um, whoever they worked with don't know, which is even scarier. Uh, I'm just going to talk about a handful of things that I think can really take your training to the next level. Um, and they're not super complicated. They're very, very basic things. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start this out with when everybody goes to the, you know, everybody has muscles that they want to develop, right? With girls, a lot of the times it's it's their glutes and their legs. Maybe it's their arms, their shoulders. But everybody, know, you know, whether they know the actual name of the muscle or not, they know what they want to develop. So if that's the case and you know what you're trying to do, so step one is what muscle are you trying to train? Right. So what is it that you're trying to train? So, you know, and we'll just it could be anything, but I, I will just pick out quads just for, just for the sake of it. Well, now that you you've chosen a muscle in order to select an exercise, right, you need to know what that muscle does. Right. So quads uh, extend your knee. Right. They go from. Uh, your knee being bent to your knee being straight, right? They extend your knee, right? Muscles act on joints. Um, that's about as basic as it gets right there. So you know that whatever the, whatever the exercise you choose to train your quads has to do with knee extension, right? And just to name a couple real quick, I mean, we've got squats, we've got lunges, we've got uh, a leg press, we've got uh, leg extension if you want to use a machine, right? All of these things are going to train your quads. So after that, once you, you know, so you've got an exercise, you've got the muscle that you want to train. Now we start thinking, you know, technique starts coming into play. Can I feel that muscle while I'm performing the exercise that is supposed to be training it? Am I, am I doing a squat and feeling this in my quads? And if you're not, I mean, there's a whole slew of reasons that could be technique-wise, but that's an issue. And if you don't have a coach and you don't have somebody that you're working with to maybe take a look at your squat and correct it, you may want to just choose a different exercise, at least for the time being. Um, leg extension is a surefire way to feel your quads. I don't know anybody that uh, that's ever done a leg extension on a machine and not felt their quads, but at least you can start there and feel what that feels like and then maybe try to bring that into another movement uh, down the road. But it's super important that you are feeling 
the targeted muscle or the muscle that you're trying to target while you're performing that exercise. Uh, if you can't, there's a good chance that it's either not doing a ton of work uh, or you're doing an exercise that maybe doesn't target that muscle. And you know that, that, believe it or not, happens quite a bit where people think they're training one thing and it's really got nothing to do with that movement. So uh, consider that when you're doing it. The next thing when it comes to technique is that you want to make sure that you're using a full range of motion and establishing. I talked a little bit on another video about establishing a range of motion and making sure that each rep is a is you know as similar to the previous as possible, right? That's how we we start to count reps and we measure how much work we're doing. Everything stays as consistent as it possibly can, right? So uh, we've gone from what muscle to what does it do to can I feel that muscle during this exercise? Now into full range of motion because it's not enough to just feel that muscle. We want to make sure that we're taking it through a full range of motion. You want to fully develop that muscle. You need to take it through a full range of motion. Uh, the next part, when you talk about building muscle, one of the key, you know, I've talked a lot about volume and, you know, sets times reps times weight and like all of these things. But the key feature here, or the key thing that we're trying to accomplish is to provide adequate stimulus uh, for your body to build some muscle, to recover and either get stronger or add muscle. So we want to start thinking about controlling our reps. We want to start thinking about, especially, this isn't so much of a problem with the concentric phase, right? When we're, uh, if we use the same exercise, like we, if we use a squat again, for an example, uh, on the way up, right? Typically, that's not the issue. It's on the way down. So we want to make sure that we are controlling what we call the eccentric phase, the lowering or the stretching out of the muscle part of the phase here. Uh, because time under tension is one of the biggest factors when you're training for building muscle. You want to make sure that you can uh, feel the weight is what I like to say, right? You don't ever want gravity to be moving. The bar should never feel weightless or whatever you're lifting should never feel weightless. It should feel heavy through the whole range of motion. And when you're doing that, you're making sure that you are, uh, you're, you're putting enough stress on that muscle through the entire set that you're doing, whether it's, you know, um, you know, and while you're training to build muscle, your reps should be on the higher end. You're probably in the like six to 15 or 20 rep range, right? It's a lot of, it's a lot of reps, um, but that's what it takes to, to start growing muscle. And the next thing you want to think about is proximity to failure. So it's not enough to just do reps with random weights. You want to make sure that you are taking it pretty close to failure. And one of the biggest reasons for that is uh, you will start to recruit more muscle fibers the closer you get to failure. As certain fibers start to fatigue out, other ones start to uh, be incorporated into the movement, and you want to make sure that you're you're getting as much of that muscle fiber, uh, those muscle fibers, into that contraction, into that movement as possible, so that you you are maximizing its effect on your musculature. So proximity to failure is a big one. You want to you know you. In the beginning, you really want to make sure that you're within about three reps of failure. If you are ending sets and could have done five, six, seven more reps, uh, you're you're wasting a lot of the 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 muscle stimulation that you could have gotten if you pushed a little bit farther. And that's something that you'll develop over time. It's hard to gauge as a as a, a general 
a relative newbie in the gym what that is. But over time, um, and especially as you go on, if you when we get to the progression part of this, if you progress properly, you'll get to the point where you know you're do, you know you don't have any more left in the tank, and then you can use that as a reference point. Uh, but proximity failure, and the last thing is progression, which is kind of what I just said. And progression means that each week, somehow, you are making this more difficult, right? In the beginning, it could be something as simple as doing a few more reps. As you get more comfortable with the movement, what I like to do is week one, you kind of are, are establishing all the things we just talked about. You're establishing your technique and your range of motion and uh, you know making sure that you're getting good muscle contraction. And then week two, we add a little bit of reps to that. We're getting more comfortable with the movement. Week three, we can start adding a little bit of weight to what we're doing. Week four, we can kind of reassess. Depending on where our rep range was with the last week, we can either just push reps again, or we could even add a little bit more weight depending on the movement itself. And then on week five, we would deload, which is, uh, that's a whole nother podcast, but just a, a week where we kind of drop uh, our sets and reps a little bit just for a little extra recovery and then repeat that process the following week. Uh, so those are just some some finer points that I, I am always shocked that people have never heard before. I think that that is a great start if you're going at this by yourself to make sure that you're getting the most out of your training. If you're going to go to the gym, if you're going to go in there and work out, you may as well get something out of it. You know, the number one reason that people give up is they feel like they're not getting they're not getting the results that are on par with the effort that they're putting in. So let's make sure that. You have the right tools, you understand what you're doing so that your effort and your results match one another. It'll keep you motivated. It'll keep you going back week after week. And uh, shoot, let me know Let me know if this is, uh, is helping you out and it worked for you. I'd love to hear somebody that says, uh, you know, hey, I made these little tweaks and uh, all of a sudden I started making all kinds of progress. Uh, I love hearing that stuff. That's, that's what being a coach is all about. So uh, I hope that helped out. If you guys are liking this stuff, I always love feedback. You can always shoot me a message. You can find me on uh, Instagram, uh, at Train Insane Gym, Facebook, same thing. Or you can look me up personally, Jeff Etherson on Facebook. Uh, thank you guys for listening, as always, and uh, I will talk to you soon.